Welcome to the JMP Cast. I'm your host, Josiah Michael Pyatt. This podcast is centered around the question what does it look like to live in our identity in Christ and to actively participate in the Father's kingdom that's in our midst? Today's episode is a real special one to me. The other week, I had the opportunity to talk to my brother Ezra. Ezra is the founder and director of the Total Men Development Academy. This organization, focuses on education and sports development within an athlete. As you'll see throughout this conversation, Ezra is super passionate about Jesus and understanding who he is in Christ. He has found his role in the kingdom and he is faithfully walking that out. Even though we didn't go into this conversation with a plan, what came out of it was this theme, which really is this question, what is the role of exposure in the growing of our understanding of who we are in Christ and our role to play in the kingdom. Before we dive into today's episode, I'm just going to ask that you show some love to Ezra on his social media so you can follow Total Man Development on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you, and I hope you find encouragement through this conversation you're about to dive into. Here we are. (laughs) We are. So you were saying you love the word exposure. What is it about exposure? Because I, I think it's interesting the conversation we're, we're just having about marriage, but I also think mm-hmm. like that's an exposure. But then also like obviously COVID-19, what we're going through in this crisis is also a huge exposure. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious, like, right. what, like what is it about exposure that you kind of are drawn to almost? Because in some ways, when I think about the word exposure, to be exposed is not a good thing. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't hear mm-hmm. that word and be like, that's mm-hmm. amazing. I can't wait to be exposed. So, right. But when I said exposed earlier, you, you mm-hmm. kind of, you, you peaked up, you know? So what is it about that? For sure. Um, and I, I think even with words, right, there's, there's good connotations and, and, and bad. And uh, even the fact that when people hear a word, no matter what word it is, they're, they're, um, certain things come to mind right away. Yeah. Like e- even, even to me, that's interesting in itself. And it, it, uh, it's something to, to question, right? But f- for exposure for me, even like what we were talking about earlier, honesty. Exposure for me brings an honest assessment forward. Mm. When, when, when something is exposed. Bro, we, we, we live in, man, we live in a world where the, the Bible says that the world is under the sway of the wicked one. Like there's, there's just so many lies and, and so many, you know, f- just, just, just such fakeness, such pretend. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and especially in an hour like this, where exposure is needed because mm-hmm. honesty and transparency is needed. Mm-hmm. We, 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 without exposure, we don't get the pleasure of seeing something the way it is and being able to make an accurate, uh, assessment on it Mm. right so even 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 jesus christ jesus christ needs to be exposed Mm. who jesus really is needs to be exposed because people people are struggling people are broken people Mm. are are so deceived by lies that it's like without exposure people don't get a chance to see jesus for who he is and say if they want him or not yeah 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 so the word the word exposure absolutely there there is 
uh, aspects to it that like you could say is not good. Oh, that guy got exposed. That guy got exposed. But at the same time, certain things need to be exposed, good and yeah. bad. Yes. Yeah. Oh, must. yeah. It's interesting because if you really think about it, everything will be exposed. It's just a matter yes. of time. It could happen yeah. today. It could happen tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It could happen at the end of your life. But no matter what, yeah. there will be a time of exposure, which is crazy mm-hmm. that we as sons and daughters have the privilege of not having to be scared to be exposed, right? Like right. we have a different That's way of living. Crazy. You don't have to, crazy. I don't have to stand or sit here and you don't have to sit here and try to prove yourself in this conversation yes. to make yourself feel yes. like you're smart or make yourself yes. feel like you've achieved something or that you have some greater no. no. We, mm-hmm. we can be exposed for the good and we can be exposed for the yeah. bad because it doesn't define who I am. It doesn't, there's a yeah. grace and there's a blood that's been spilt for us that speaks a better yes. word over anything that we could ever be exposed for. It's crazy. Yes. It's amazing. Yeah. It's, yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, that's, that, that's so good, man. That's, uh, yeah, that's, that's so good. Every, every knee will bow. Every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. That, that to me right there is the ultimate exposure mm-hmm. that, people will see him for who he truly is. Mm. And um, I love the fact that, again, even going back to marriage, how it's not till God brought certain exposure, a lot of times using my wife, like women are a gift, man. My wife's a gift. Your wife's a gift. Like even using her in so many areas to bring exposure to me, my weaknesses, whatever it may be, I was allowed to now grow properly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, totally. it's like if, if, if certain things weren't exposed, I would be quote unquote growing, but I'm on sinking sand. It would be a lie. Mm-hmm. It would be a crazy lie. So it's like, that's why, again, I love exposure because exposure brings truth. And, yeah. and I, love, I love the challenge of truth. I love the narrow way because yeah. to, to, to me, it's a lot like sports, man. It's a lot like sports, like training camp. The, the hardest thing to this day, I, I, tell, I tell these young guys that you'll ever go through. And yet it brought the truth. It, it, it showed me what my strengths are, my weaknesses are, and, and who I really am. What type of caliber, what type of capacity, what type of individual I am. I love mm. it. Yeah, no, I love it. Yeah, it's, it's interesting too, because I think... I think back to conversations I've had with people about Jesus, whether it be with mm-hmm. other followers of Jesus or just people who don't know Jesus. And mm-hmm. there's something so different about our ability to be secure in those conversations, because in mm-hmm. some ways, like what I mean by that is like, I might not be the smartest person in the room. I'm not, I might not be mm-hmm. the gifted. I'm not, but, and that person that I'm talking to might be way more gifted, way more passionate, way more in tune but if it's not on a firm foundation, then it's right. almost like you can have your moment, but let's talk in 10 years from now. Like where will right. you, where, like you might, you might think that I'm out to lunch on my perspective of marriage or my perspective of boundaries or my perspective on conversations I will or will not have with different people. But let's mm-hmm. see where you're at in 10 years and let's see where I'm at. And I don't mean that in the sense that I'm going to be like, 
I mean that like, let's see where I'm at. Like, I'm not assuming Bro. I'm going to be at a good spot, right? Yeah. Like you're saying like but- you can grow and then not like we, like for me in my marriage, like I, I, I said this earlier to Ezra before we started this, like when I stepped into marriage, I thought I was going to be this great husband. And then mm-hmm. a month in, I realized very quickly, I am not a good husband and I have mm-hmm. a lot to learn. And so in mm-hmm. that, that moment before I got married, I would have been like, see me in 10 years. Thank mm-hmm. God I was exposed on that moment of what I believed because right. in 10 years, I wouldn't be in a healthy place. So exposure right. also plays a role in helping us figure out what that foundation is. Oh. You may think it's foundational, but it's not. Like that's actually a lot what happens with exposure is it exposes Bro foundations that aren't true even in the christian realm bro so good so good and 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 honestly i I like what you said even and and again not not to speak because i don't speak with any sort of false humility so not even to be falsely humble like i even how i took what you said about let's see where i am in 10 years and let's see where you are in 10 years bro the, the confidence man that comes with not only being a child of god but, but having gone through the process mm. of exposure, man, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That the, the confidence and the courage that that brings to even, so, so when you said, let's see where, where, where I am in 10 years versus you, I like the, like, I like the confidence in that because mm-hmm. it's like, it, it's like, and another thing I see too, so much shame around God. Yet the apostle Paul said, for I am unashamed mm. of the gospel, for it is a power of God unto salvation for those who believe. Like to, to be willing to stick it out with Jesus in marriage, so much confidence for me has been gained from that because when you're, when, when, when you're willing to do the hard things, man, there's, there, there, there's a reward. God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And, and I really believe that that is a confidence to stand for truth in a time like this where, where, where people need it. People mm-hmm. need to see strength, man. People mm-hmm. need to see someone standing on their conviction. Yeah. So I, 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 lo- I love that you said that, man. Let's, let's see. Let's see where I am in 10 years. Let's see. Let, let's see how your, your unwillingness to 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 come to christ let 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 let, let's see where that gets you yeah no and that's the thing that's like what COVID 19 is like why do people hate 2020 right now like not just christians but like a lot of people hate 2020 right now of course there's horrible things going on i'm not making light of that at all but there's an aspect of this where it's like we're being exposed right now as a culture Mm -hmm. we've been exposed about racism we've been exposed about human trafficking we've been exposed about the the total oh ah just politics and all that that has right there's there's so much being exposed that it's like man like you said earlier like how do you go through marriage and not have jesus how do you Mm -hmm. go through life right now and have hope like i really don't know how you can go through life right now and have hope yes without him because right. man, my hope is not in a politician. My hope is yeah. not in sports coming back yeah. into the TV. My hope right. is not in the overall collective humanity. Like, right. it's just not, it just can't be. And it's, can't. my hope's not even in the church. Like to be yeah. straight, Talk it's not, about it. yeah. it's yeah. not. The church right. isn't the cornerstone Christ is. Nope. Like, my hope is That's in Jesus it. period. 
and we get yeah. to play a part and hopefully we're living hope, you know, hopefully yeah. what's been exposed in this season for followers of Jesus is that we're, our brightness is almost being seen as even greater because of how dark and how much people are aware of that darkness right now. Right. Right. You no, know? I, I, I think, I think even pertaining to the church and, and, and what you just said, I like, I like what you just said, how your hope isn't even the church. I think a part of the exposure that's happening right now is going back to God is saying, I'm going to show you who really knows me. Mm. I'm, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm going to reveal and bring forward who my children really are. Mm. Because all of creation is eagerly groaning for the manifestation of the sons mm-hmm. and the daughters, man. What, one of the, one of the greatest scriptures for me, man. Totally. So, I mean, again, no, that's my prayer for the city, man. That's, oh, yeah. that's my conviction for the city Come is on, the city bro. of the falls, man. Come they on. don't need, they don't need any of these things. What they are actually looking for is sons and daughters, not yes. pastors, no. not, not prophets. Like sure. No. That plays a role in it. Okay. Absolutely. But, it, but they're looking for pastors that know that they're sons and daughters. Yeah. They're looking yeah. for prophets that know that they're sons and daughters. Yeah. This kind of leads me into, cause I, I really think what's so interesting to me about the relationship that you and I have, and I have so much respect for you on so many levels. Crazy, crazy. But what, what, what really like one of the reasons why I wanted to have a conversation with you is because you are so clearly secured in who you are in Christ and you know, the role that you are to play in the kingdom and that like TDM has a part to that, but there's TMD. also, yeah. sorry, TMD has a part yeah. to that, but yeah, there's yeah. like, it's also who you are regardless of if you're in that role or not. And so I'm just right. curious because it would be really easy to just look at someone like you and just assume like, Oh, you're a pastor. Like that's mm-hmm. clearly where you need to go. You need to be in, in the traditional institutionalized church for right. good and for bad. And yet right. I know that you're not. And so I'm just curious, like how, how have you, how have you kind of come to where you are today in your walk with Jesus? And how have you found that, that path that you're taking? Cause I know very few people that have the passion that you have and the gift and the anointing that you have that aren't in quote unquote traditional ministry, which is why I respect there's so much respect that I have for you for that, for walking that line. So I'm just curious, like, how have you, has that been something you've wrestled with? How, have, like, what was your process into being the person that you are today in him? It's crazy, man. That's a, that's a loaded question. Um, oh man, it, it really, it really, I think it goes back to childhood and, uh, and being adopted and understanding adoption now, even, even spiritually when it comes to God saying you're mine and nobody else's, there's a, there's a, a, a very tight father and son bond there. That is like, it's hard to put into words and to carry that, that intimacy now, even into the church again, bro, the word again, it's very exposing. It's, It's very exposing to carry that, that intimacy having that longing from a kid who's my father who's my mother and and having that like abba father cry in in my heart to now to now have that relationship and that security things like religion man which is very ingrained in the church it's very exposing bro Mm -hmm. it's it's very it's it's so exposing and like i use the word exposure a lot because i'm a seer like Mm -hmm. I, i i i see things and um you can't now 
be so close with the father, which makes you understand and seek and appreciate relationship mm. and, and not, uh, and not, and not, and not get that. Like, like, like I, man, like there were people that took me under their wing that I would expect relationship from. And it, and it wasn't, it wasn't that mm. it wasn't that. And, and it's, it's disappointing. Mm-hmm. It, it's disappointing when, when you see people within the church and relationship with other people, isn't their concern. Mm. It's like, Whoa. So for me, just staying in relationship with, with, with my heavenly father, it just kept me spirit led. And wherever the spirit led me is, is, is where it led me. It, it's, it's the, it's the Holy spirit that revealed what my calling and what my, what my passion was. And mm. um, I, I even shared last time with you, first Corinthians nine twenty two. I've become all things to all men that I might save a few. Mm. So yeah, man, I, I found, uh, and hopefully I'm, I'm touching on your question, but I really yeah, found, are. I really found, man, through relationship where my, uh, my sphere is and, and where my, where, where God's heart is. And that's, that's the culture, man. Was there a moment or like, can you look back and whatever you feel comfortable sharing, like, where's mm-hmm. there a moment? Was it a moment or was there like, uh, just a series of events that led you to know, like, this is, this is that sphere. This is where my heart breaks. This is where, this is where I'm going. I don't know what it will fully look like, but this is, I'm not looking, I know where I'm not going, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. There was uh crazy, there, there was, there, there was several defining moments, several. Mm. And the first one for me was as a kid going to my aunt's house on holidays uh, Christmas, especially. And I know this was a God thing. This was a divine thing. There were a couple years back to back to back where as a young kid, I would go in and Martin Luther King would be on the television and everyone would kind of be doing their thing, you know, talking to, talking to each other, everyone's getting in and just kind of doing their own thing. And, and the TV would draw me and I would go sit in front of the TV and I would watch this guy. And I would hear, hear his, his sermons and, and, you know, I have a dream and all this stuff. And um, that would really inspire me, man, how this guy, as much as he was, you know, in the church, his, his passion and, and his vision led him into the world, which is what Jesus said. He said, go into the world. Mm-hmm. And um, I think from there, whatever that did in my heart at that point, then to find myself in the CFL professional football, which, which was another dream. It's like the things that I saw as a kid started to manifest in my heart at 23, 24. And I realized, bro, God's heart for, for, for men. Like I, I played with a lot of, of, of guys who didn't have anything else but football. Mm. And as a kid, I didn't have anything else. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I had everything but because I didn't know basic things like who my parents were, it's like, I, I, I was, I was searching too. I didn't have anything, mm. you know, you, you could see my life and completely mi- misunderstand who I was because inside I was, I was lost, bro. Mm. So to get to the CFL now and see guys who they had great ability, they might've had money. 
and all that stuff, but they're lost. Mm -hmm. God would start to show me that stuff, man. He'd be like, look, these guys are lost. This is, this is really why you're here. Mm -hmm. And I'd be in meetings, bro. And the Holy spirit would hit me and I'll just start to weep. Mm -hmm. I'll just start to like, I can't explain it, bro. The love of God, man. I'll just start to cry. And it's, uh, it's, it's powerful, man. Mm-hmm. For God, for God, for God so loved, for God so loved this world. Mm-hmm. It's powerful. It's powerful. Yeah. It's powerful. He, he's, he's, pe- people think they're alone. Mm-hmm. He's calling people, man. Mm-hmm. There, there's things that, that people are going through on a day to day basis and, and, and through their situation, bro, God is, God is calling you. God is, he's, he's calling men. He's calling people home. Mm-hmm. And, and again, that's why, that's why in, in this hour, he's raising up sons, man. People who carry his heart. Yeah. Because one, one touch, man, one touch from the Holy Spirit will change your life. It did for me. Yeah. No, 100%. One touch, one touch will, will bring that foundation back onto you. It'll, it'll, it'll bring that identity, that, that freedom where yeah. you can just express. And, and that's, that's really, again, going back to church, that's where, the, that's where the, the, the Holy Spirit gets grieved because people aren't free to be themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People are so unique, man. People are so yeah. unique and they have to be able to express that because that's where the Spirit flows. Definitely. And there's, yeah, so, no. there's just, mm-hmm. yeah. go ahead. No, there's so much yeah. there. There's so much there, bro, because it's like, that's the, that's the place where the church is supposed to be the place where the people who've drawn close to the fire, who've drawn close to the father are coming together to celebrate the father for who he is in light of the good and the bad and the gross that's going on, but also to be a family that's supporting one another in our uniqueness, in our ability to, to do the things that he's placed in our hearts. It's to be the place where the sons and daughters can find rest to be yes. in his presence, to be rejuvenated and to be sent forth and equipped to, to be a light, to, to see the ways that the kingdom is already happening around and just putting our hands up. Right. It's, it's, it changes everything because everything you can't go close to the father without it turning into love. Like it's just not mm-hmm. possible. That's like good. there's no amount of going all in to Jesus that will not somehow manifest in the way that you live your life. It just isn't going to happen. So if you want to get better, if you want to grow, if you want to develop the foundational place in doing that is with the father, mm-hmm. ask for a greater revelation of who he is. Cause that will infiltrate right. your entire life. It'll give you, it'll lead you to places you never thought you would go. It would mm-hmm. give you courage to go into places without this agenda of significance, without this agenda of changing the world, without this agenda yeah. of making it about ourselves, because it's so easy mm-hmm. to make, walking with Jesus turn into our own Messiah story as opposed to it being about the Messiah. Like I'm not, let's not be interested in ourselves. Let's be interested in him. If we need a greater revelation of him in this hour, that's good, man. There's so many conversations about different things that we need in the church. And it's like, it's some of it's important for sure. But to me, I, I just think that, it's confusing, actually. If I'm, if I'm to be yeah. really honest, I find it confusing. Absolutely. Because I'm like, I hear these conversations and I see, I see the issues that are being mentioned. But then I spend time with Jesus. And I'm just like, 
okay right. uh like right. i i hear you i see you but like did you see him like do you see yeah, like he's not sweating right now there's no sweat right. coming off his brow in this moment because so of the good. things that we're facing in our life he's just not it's so good the yeah. church is not dying in canada like what what narrative is that like that what does that even mean does that mean yeah. jesus is dying because like it just doesn't make sense and it's just yeah. it's sad to me because we're so consumed with issues and we actually mm-hmm. like cope through life just like the world's coping through life right now like yeah. how much yeah. of how much of the way do we respond look just like how everyone else is responding you know i right. heard bill johnson i uh say what you want about the man but he's got some brilliant things and he, yeah. one of the things he talked about is practicing atheism is like you can you can say with your mouth and with your heart, you believe certain things, but if you talk the same way and you process the same way as everyone else, then you're just an atheist. Like you're not, yes. like it's not the real thing. And I just think yeah. about that in the context of everything that's going on, because I think mm-hmm. it is, it is a time of exposure and to say that it's not, mm-hmm. you're just not being honest. And so mm-hmm. it's interesting to me. And I'm curious to see what churches and what, what groups of people, what followers of Jesus are going to be honest about what's, what's being exposed in them in this moment, in their family, in the way that they, they built their foundation on their job or their health or their wealth, whatever it may be. But then also from a more global sense of like, what is their foundation on? Where's their hope? What is their hope in? Yeah. You know, because it's, yeah, it's an interesting time to be alive. It's a crazy time to be alive. Yeah. 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 And it's an Uh, exciting time though. Like I want to be alive in yeah. any other time. Yeah. I don't think you were meant to be alive in any other exactly. time. Exactly. Exactly. Which is crazy. Like if, yes. if you can spend the rest of this conversation, yeah. just on Come that on. fact alone, if yeah. we actually believe the things that we, that this book Come says, on. the Bible yeah. says, like if we Come really on, believe bro. it, you weren't made for another generation. You were yeah. made for this one. Yes. Like don't let that fall on deaf ears. Like yes. you were made for this generation. To me, if yes. I heard that, and I'm actually reflecting and contemplating on that. My next question is going to be, well, then why, why this generation? And if we're following Jesus, we need to have a response to that. And I don't yeah. know if we've been told that we can have a response to that question. Yeah. Cause we can, he wants Absolutely. to speak to us. He, he actually has laid a path for us specific. Absolutely. Which is like everything changes when you realize that everything changes because it's, it's just, yeah. And it doesn't mean that like the path you might think you're supposed to be on the path you end up on might look different, but just yep. to go on that journey of discovering why are we here? But that, yeah. that can only truly happen when we are secure in who we are, mm-hmm. because if you don't know who you are, then what you become like I, the, mm. the sports analogy is just so easy to talk about when it comes to identity, mm-hmm. because it's yeah. like, if you built your life on that, then who are you without that? Right. Right. And and that actually totally applies in the Christian world. Like if I, as a pastor, build my life on the identity that I'm a Christian, but I'm a pastor Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. then pastoring is taken from me. Now, who am I? That's Mm -hmm. not a question I need to ask as a, as a Christian. That's Mm -hmm. actually not something I should struggle with as a Christian because I'm not a pastor. My purpose is not my identity. Yeah. Yeah. But there is still a purpose to have. Yeah. Go bro. And, and I, would even, I would even add to that because, again, going back to the longing I had for, for, for just relationship mm-hmm. and, and, and how deep that was, I'm not looking for no labels. Mm. Don't, don't label me as, as any, especially, again, once you, once you catch the love of a father and you actually get the understanding and the revelation that you're a son, mm. you, you can't put no labels, man. 
mm-hmm. uh, like that is the most dynamic, the most, the most deep thing that, that I can hear. I'm, I'm a son. I've, I've come home. Mm-hmm. I know who my father is. My father knows who I am. So, so I say all of that to say, even, even a Christian, bro, I don't identify with that. Mm. I, I don't identify with that. And even when I search the scriptures, mm. I, I see how that, that is, man, we're talking about Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I, I've, I've never heard Jesus refer to anyone, his disciples, anyone as Christian. Mm. So just, again, me personally, me yeah, yeah. personally, relationship, man. And, and, and when I think of relationship with my father and what is produced, and manifested from that sonship man mm-hmm. sonship relationship holy spirit so how so, would you how would you walk with someone who's like yo okay i hear what you're saying mm-hmm. i appreciate you but like what does this mean like am i just like why am i not having that experience why why is why does god not seem like a dad to me like what do i need like how can i how can i experience the father as the father, like what, how do I go about that? Because I want that. I want what you're saying. I hear your security. I hear the, the acceptance, the belonging, the way that you're living, that you're Mm -hmm. not defined by the things that you're doing. Mm -hmm. But then, but how do I even have that? Cause I don't know what that looks like right now. I don't know. My life's in shambles. I I don't know who I am. I don't, I, I thought I was this, but now I'm not that, but I'm no, I'm not this. And I like what you, I love that you just had like that you, that you just said, like, I'm, I wouldn't identify as a Christian. Like, I know there's people who are going to listen to this. that are going to be like, yeah, man, like, I don't want that. I don't want this Institute. I don't want this, this, whatever. So like, how do you, how, yeah, like, I don't know if that makes sense. The question, but yeah, absolutely. That, that's a great question, man. And, and the way I would answer it is the, the, the fact that anybody would even start to sound like you just did, how, how starting to ask questions perfect perfect start right there mm-hmm. perfect start right there the, the fact that people can start asking and mm-hmm. searching because when i track back to, to my to, again to my childhood the one thing i did was bro i searched mm-hmm. one of my favorite verses uh, i think it's uh, proverbs 25 2 it's the glory of god to reveal a matter mm-hmm. it's the honor of kings to search it out and I think when people really, really, if they can really gauge where they're at personally, they're not searching. Mm. There's so many other things that people are caught up with and mm. are attached to and hooked by either, uh, either aware or unaware, conscious or unconscious, that is killing your search. Mm. It's killing your, it's killing their internal drive. Mm-hmm. And again, when I, when I look at the scripture, the minute the Holy Spirit was attracted to Jesus, the minute John said, I saw the spirit rest on him like a dove and the father say, this is my son in whom I'm well pleased. That, that, that revelation and that spirit drove Jesus everywhere. Yeah. Starting in the him. desert. It drove him places. Yeah. So, so again, to answer the question, I really think people, people aren't hungry enough. Mm. People think they're hungry, but what people are caught up in is religion. Mm. And that's why religion needs to be exposed because religion is deadly. Religion will kill your relationship 
Yeah. It'll, it, it will kill your drive. And whatever, whatever you think you have inside you, religion will take it away. Mm. Jesus said, he who has more will be given. Mm. But to the one who has little, even what he has can be taken away, will be taken away. Mm-hmm. So, so it's, it's, it's the search, man. It's, it's the, it's the heart of a person. Mm-hmm. God, God is looking for those who will worship in spirit and truth. It's the, it's the heart, man. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the longing and the level of searching in the human heart. Mm-hmm. If, yeah, you, no. if you search with me with all your heart, you will be found by me. Mm-hmm. No, that's so people good, really, yeah. People really have to, to, to seriously question. Yeah. What's in their heart? The heart is deceitfully wicked. Who yeah. can know it, right? It, it's, it, it, it's not easy, man, to be able to gauge the, the, the heart. Yeah, that's what God looks at. That's what God deals with. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah it's a heart issue. So it is it's a hard issue. issue. Yeah. yeah. It's a hard, it's a hard issue. issue and it's a hard issue. That's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah. 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 And, and maybe if you're listening to this and you're like, okay, but I have so many questions. We'll just pick one. Just pick one and start run down that one. road. Yeah. That's just start it. with where you're at. And if yeah. it's like, you know, I think you could hear this maybe and be like, oh, well, this is talking about someone who's like curious about Jesus. Like this is actually, if you've been walking with Jesus, like if you're walking with Jesus for the last 10 years and you don't have like a good 10 solid questions for Jesus right now, mm-hmm. like I'm not saying you're not walking with him, but I'm saying you're missing out on something because mm-hmm. there is something that happens when you have questions. And when you, when you go to the father with the questions of your heart, with the fears of your heart, with the doubt of your heart, like there is growth and development on the other side of your questions. And so as followers of Jesus, it doesn't matter if you're walking for a minute or 10 years, like we need to be asking questions. Yeah. Hopefully the questions we're asking in 10 years are better <laughs> yeah. than the questions that we're asking in one minute. But yeah. no matter what, like we need to not be afraid of the doubt or the fears that we have. Like if you're sitting Absolutely. here and you're in your head and you're like, man, I can't go to that thought. I know mm-hmm. it's there, but I can't even say it. Like mm-hmm. it's important to face it, to bring yeah. him into it. That's where growth happens. That's where mm-hmm. this, that's where the revelation, like one of my favorite verses is the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And the reason why that is my favorite, one of my favorite passages is because I've gone to Jesus in fear. I've gone to Jesus in fear of being Mm -hmm. punished because I'm an Mm -hmm. idiot. I've Mm -hmm. gone to Jesus in fear of being abandoned because I feel alone. I've gone to Jesus in fear of being disgusting because of decisions that I've made. Mm -hmm. And when I come to him in fear, what I experience is his grace. I learned that he's with me. I learned that he sees me even as dirty as I've been and he cleans me and he's made me pure. So what is wisdom? Wisdom comes out of the fear of the Lord, out of reverence to him, because out of that comes a revelation of him. And so if we want to have wisdom, we have to go down this road of asking questions because on the other side of this question is revelation, which brings forth more relationship. If you want to go deeper, you got to ask questions. Which is why I'm so over like these three point sermon stuff. And if anyone's been listening to the podcast, like, you know, I don't do that because it's too neat. It's too pretty. And that's just not what life is. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. It's just not, it's not that way. Read any story in scripture and tell me that there's a happy ending to it that we know of. There isn't outside of like revelation, which tell like, let's be honest, it's a confusing book. Like Mm -hmm. there isn't necessarily this clear cut, happy ending. Because yeah. it's not about the ending. It's about the yeah. revelation of him. But there yeah. is over time and time again, from beginning to the end of that book, a revelation that his love is steadfast, that he is faithful, 
that he's intentional, that he's forgiving, mm-hmm. that he's merciful, that he's yeah. kind. And the yeah. cross is our, the cross is what points us to that, but it's his resurrection, which secures that yeah, reality. Powerful. It's the Holy spirit that brings that assurance. Powerful. So don't run from those doubts. You know, like I powerful. feel like that's something the spirit's highlighting is like, don't, don't run from those questions. You know, powerful. in this time of exposure, in this time of COVID-19, if you're not asking questions, you're not being powerful. honest. Powerful. If you're not asking questions, you're not being honest. Whether it's questions about the society, questions about evil, questions yeah. about church, questions about politics, yeah. questions about what am I doing with my life, questions about mm-hmm. my family, questions about if you're not asking questions, you're not being honest. Mm-hmm. But it, there's an invitation in honesty for revelation mm-hmm. to have that yeah. relationship that Ezra is so clearly articulated. And And man, you have to be you got to be open. Like if if you have to be open to ask questions and not shut down when the answers come, (laughs) you got to be open to ask questions and receive answers, bro. That goes for myself. One thing I've been being humbled with is that it doesn't matter what you know. I I, I don't know anything. I'm, I'm the boy in John chapter nine who I was blind and now I see. And I know the person that opened my eyes, his name is Jesus. That is it. Mm-hmm. That is it. So even me, I'm always learning. Yeah. I'm always from bro, believer or unbeliever. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing that, that, that I constantly need to humble myself with is that I'm always growing. I'm always seeking to learn because in seeking to learn from other people, I can build relationship and connection with other people. Yeah. No, that's right. It. So, yeah. And, um, even, even one thing you said about, uh, about Jesus, and you mentioned the resurrection. That's another thing, man. And, and again, I'll reference the Apostle Paul, how he said, I want to know the power of his resurrection. And it's so easy, I think, for us thinkers. And, and when I say thinkers, just, just humanity, like, like they just pump your brain. Like the war is in the brain. It's so easy to compartmentalize things. Mm-hmm. it's so easy to compartmentalize Jesus. It's, it's so easy to just take this portion of scripture, but leave that portion of scripture. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, I say that to say, you don't have Jesus without the resurrection. Mm-hmm. You don't, you man, like it, it's, it's, it's the, you want to talk about the church. It, it's, it's the, the power of the resurrection being brought back. Like, just understanding how powerful Jesus really is and the fact that the word really became flesh, but it doesn't even stop there. Jesus, Jesus became flesh, but he's coming back as a lion. Mm. He's coming back glorious. He's coming back powerful. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, when we talk about revelation, revelation is progressive and, and, and this is really the revelation that we got to get to. Mm-hmm. Where we're, we're so late in the game. Like you want to talk about end times. We're so late in the game where the, the plans of the enemy are so sinister and they're so in your face. The, the church is, is mocked in so many ways. Like, my God, do we need the, res- the power of the resurrection? Yeah. We, we, we need it. We, we need it to stand. We need it to be able to stand in these times. Definitely. And just to be clear to anyone listening, if you just checked out, because Ezra said the end times, you got to know you're living in your end times. 
regardless of if it's yeah. the overworld end times. Yeah. So you don't need to check out if someone has the opinion that it's the end times because it is your end times. Like regardless right. of what you want to feel, think, or, or process, you're in your last hour. And, and there is no and, promise. And yeah. even to bring more context for anyone who is listening, I don't think there's anybody right now who, who, who has comprehension, so who can make decisions for themselves, who can look at the world and, 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 and not question it at this point. Yeah. yeah. Things, are, the, things are very spiritual, and the evidence of that is because what people are seeing is not making sense. That's it. That's actually it's, what I thought when you said that. I'm like, oh, the evidence of it is how many people, Christian or not, are saying, man, yes. these things aren't even it, logical the, anymore. They don't make sense, which is, which is yeah. to reference why I'm saying the end times. Because yeah. times have completely shifted. Yeah. C- yeah. Culturally, they're, they're completely, they don't make sense. So yeah. even, even to say this to unbelievers, the fact that it's not making sense, you have to question yeah. Is that, is that the indicator of things being spiritual? Bro, it's so funny because this is such a weird example to say. Kara and I, every Christmas, I grew up not being allowed to watch Harry Potter. And so mm-hmm. Kara introduced me in our first year of marriage. And I'm watching it right now because we watch it in November every year. And mm-hmm. it's so interesting, the, the line between where Voldemort has shown up, but the Ministry of Magic doesn't want... Have you seen Harry Potter? No. Oh, okay. Sorry. I, so, I, I've watched, honestly, honestly, bro. I watched one movie in the theaters. It was, I swear it was almost four hours long and I was, yeah, yeah. yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I didn't yeah, no, no, well, no judgment. No worries. So basically hopefully someone listening to this knows what I'm talking about, <laughs> but there's a moment yeah, where yeah. basically Voldemort, this evil guy who was rumored to like not be in existence anymore. No one says his name because basically if you say his name, it gives him power kind of thing. Okay. Um, Anyhow, there's a sight scene where Harry sees Voldemort and basically the next movie, I forget what it is. No one believes Harry that he actually saw him. And, mm-hmm. it, and it was because they're scared of Voldemort being there. And yeah. why that triggers for me with what you're saying is like, to me, there's this reality that everyone inside actually knows there's something deeper going on here, right. regardless of if right. you believe in Jesus. And right. I think right now is one of those moments where the cat's out of the bag and like, there exactly. is something deeper going yes. on here. There's yeah, no on. way yeah. you can look at this situation yeah. and not be like, yo, there is something deeper. And to be very clear, Jesus has defeated Satan. And so I'm mm-hmm. not calling the end times Voldemort or anything like that. I'm just mm-hmm. saying that there is something that people don't want to face. They don't want to exactly. be honest in the yep. spirit about what's going on. Yes. It's yes. crazy, man. Honesty yes. and exposure, bro. Yes. And, and man, and, and come on, bro. The, the entire word, bro, G- Jesus, if you, if you really, again, believe what, not only who he is, get a revelation of who he is, but yeah. believe what he says, yeah. the stuff that he says is so deep, bro. Mm-hmm. It, it makes perfect sense that he says narrow is the road and yeah. few find it because he's too real. He's yeah. way He's way too real for a fallen world. I'm sorry. He's mm-hmm. so real. You, you said it. People, there's coming a time where people are going to have to make a choice. Mm-hmm. The, the level of exposure is going to confront you to where you're not going to be able to turn a blind eye. You're actually just going to have to choose a side. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's that deep. Jesus talks about it. The wheat, I'm coming to gather the wheat and the tares. I'm making a distinction. 
mm-hmm. between light and darkness. He did that in Genesis. Yeah. Yeah. And making I think, a distinction between light and darkness. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a moment that everyone has to go through in their life, regardless of circumstances. Regardless. Yeah. yeah. Regardless of the times or the hours of the day or the circumstances yep. that's going on in the world. Um, you're going to have to come. There's going to be a time where you have to answer the question yep. where, where Jesus says, who do you say that I am? Yep. Right. I love that part of the gospel. Who do you say that I am? Mm-hmm. And these are his friends. Like these are the yep. dudes that gave up their careers. They gave up their relationships with their family to follow mm-hmm. Jesus. And mm-hmm. even though they did so much quote unquote for Jesus, they gave up so much for yep. Jesus. They're still the first people to be asked, who do you say that I am? And there's yeah. people that have been following Jesus their entire life. They've grown up in church mm-hmm. and they, and they, there will be a point where they have to answer that question too. Even though, even though, even though yeah. they may think they already have, which yeah. is wild. Yeah, wild. And yeah. I love, I love Peter, man. I love Peter. I love how the, the, the one guy who you could probably say was the most unstable. Yeah. Popping off at his mouth, whatever you want to call it, is the one guy who got the revelation. And Jesus mm-hmm. said, on you, I'll build my church. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. It's so, it's so humbling because, again, God gets the glory. Yeah. 100. God gets the glory. God, God chose the weak things of this world to confound the strong. Yeah. To confound the wise. Yeah. I love it. Like, I love um, how consistent the scripture is. Yeah. It doesn't contradict itself. It validates itself. I, I love it. Yeah. And you know what's cool about that word you just said? I'm just thinking about this because I'm, I'm, I'm currently reading through uh, or listening to an audiobook about David Wilberforce. And okay. they're talking about the times and days that he lived. And in that day and age, it was so much about classism. It was so much about your family name, which I would mm. say in our day and age, it's less about your family name and it's more about your actions. It's like if mm. you... If you can, in, in Canada, in the United States, you can build mm-hmm. a name for yourself. It's based off like how many things can you put on your badge or on your shelf that says I'm accomplished, whether it's yeah. an amount of money, amount, yeah. the kind of spouse that you have, the job that you have, yeah. the, the like even in the humanity world, it's like, do you have a Nobel Peace Prize, right? Like yeah. there's always a badge. And, yeah. and so I think that word of like, God uses the fools to make the wise or whatever, like that, yeah. that has value in our culture and our context because of right. that that speaks against that it's saying it's not about the what you put on your shelf or what's on your shelf or what's not on your shelf but yeah. it also i think about in that context of like david wilberforce's day where it was all about bloodline and all about family name how right. radical of an idea that it's like yo it's not about your family name your family yeah. name doesn't mean anything here anything. which again like i think in north america that the family name is less of a thing here as it used to right. be. But in right. that day and age, that's crazy. Where for us, it's more like your accomplishments mean nothing yeah. to Jesus. It does not, yeah. it does not qualify you or unqualify yeah. you yeah. what you've done or haven't done. Right. Yeah. It's just, it's wild, man. It There's is, so man. much in this book. It's so, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's so good. It's so yeah, good. It's and, so and even, good. and even that, like even coming out of uh, uh, pro sports, one thing I struggled with was, was performance. Mm-hmm. like having to perform and, and, and you, you even want to talk about doing things unconsciously. Like that was one thing that I, uh, I, I struggle with, man. You touched on some good things about how that stuff doesn't matter. And the one thing I got confronted on early was Ezra, if you're going to live for me and, and find freedom in my spirit, 
you, you have to, you have to get, you have to far remove yourself from identifying with, with like achievement or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, again, the amazing thing I love about a father is he's saying, okay, I, I know you have desires. I know you have ambitions and all that stuff. He didn't shame that. He didn't say you can't do that. There's something wrong with that. He's just laying it out and saying, look, this is the line that you have to walk. Mm. And if you fall off the narrow road, this is going to happen. Mm. But he didn't take stuff away. He didn't say you can't do this and this and this and this, which mm-hmm. I, I, find, I find phenomenal, man. I, I yeah. find phenomenal because I couldn't really serve God freely and still not get to do what I love and, and mm. express through, through what I love. So, I mean, yeah, he was just like, but in, in terms of the achievement or, or seeing things as as men sees them get 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 rid of that mm-hmm. because what's what's highly esteemed with men is detestable mm-hmm. in god's eyes with god so mm-hmm. that's good man yeah. that's that's good freedom bro it's 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 there's no pressure take take my yoke upon mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. it's easy my burden is light yeah yeah it's uh, crazy and i no and i think that's where like it thinking about that suffering in a scriptural mm-hmm. standpoint mm-hmm. is almost always referring to the results of when you're loving people well and you're loving people the way that the father has loved us in allowing us so to have good. a choice so the good. suffering is the fact that you can love someone so much yeah. and yeah. they still can it's say true. no to jesus Crazy. like that's the sharing in the sufferings of yeah. christ that's good it's not That's what we're the consequence. Yeah, it's not That's the consequences of our sins. That's not suffering. That's our own doing. But it's when you love someone, you love your spouse who maybe doesn't yeah. know Jesus. You love your neighbor yeah. or your brother or your parent who mm-hmm. who doesn't know Christ yet as father, as son, all those beautiful things. And they still say no. That's the suffering of Christ because that's, that's what good. Christ is still suffering today from. Like that's Christ good. still his heart still breaks for people who say no to him. That wasn't just yeah. a cross thing. That's a today thing. Yeah. Like his heart's still good, broken, man. you know? And I think, yeah, I mean, that's a whole nother conversation, but. That's good, bro. Love. The greatest, the greatest of these is love. That's, that's powerful, man. Without, without love, bro, like, bro, crazy. Imagine doing all this stuff for God and having no love. Like, it's crazy. You, you, you did this for me. You, you cast out devils. You prophesied. Yeah. You did all this in my name, but I never knew you. Yeah. yeah. I never knew. Yeah, man. It's it, love. Yeah. Yeah. And, and no, and I think that's like, what did Jesus highlight in those things? He highlighted things that, that are powerful. Yeah. Like he highlighted things that yeah. were like that, that are powerful displays of God's kingdom when yes. used rightly, but are yes. also, let's be honest, if God heals someone through my hands, that makes me feel really good because yeah. God chose to heal someone through me. So it's right. like he chose things that are like, he, he mentions things that are things that are applauded by man, by right. the, maybe not the whole world, but by Christians for sure. And so he's like, yo, you might have the applause of your church. They might mm-hmm. think you're the poster child so of what it means to be son, of what it means to so be daughter. Deep. But in your heart and in your so heart deep. of hearts, you know that, that you don't know him. You don't so have deep, that intimacy. Bro. 
And like, please don't, if that is you for like, if that's crazy and God brought you into this message and you're hearing that and you're this far in, like, he's not saying that to this exposure is not to shame you. It's to free you up. Mm -hmm. It's to free you up. There's an invitation in every, every bit of exposure. There's pain in exposure. There's, there's consequences in exposure. There's Mm -hmm. difficult conversations in exposure, but Mm -hmm. there's also freedom and a yeah. level of intimacy that you just will never have without. Crazy. You just won't have it without. There's no way. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Think of, man, think of even, I was, I was uh, had a conversation the other day about this. Think of even the thief on the cross. At the end of his life, Jesus, remember me in paradise. Yeah. Accepted. Mm-hmm. Powerful. Yeah powerful but but even even um what when i really see into that it, it wasn't just like oh like okay like man you you lived the, your whole life as a criminal whatever and you got off the hook mm-hmm. but i truly believe even in that moment when he looked over and however long of a period of time he looked over and 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 god started to deal with his heart Mm. on the cross but like like painfully mm-hmm. i i think i think the, the 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 pain of knowing wow i'm up here beside you but i put you up here and yeah. you're innocent i'm not innocent i think the pain of him and I, I think we talked about it earlier having to assess yeah that's what people can't do man the, the pain of having to look inward hard and assess your wicked heart yeah and come to repentance like like genuinely i'm like i truly i truly think that was going on on the cross up there totally no what he he did he didn't he didn't lightly throw out his words yeah yeah you're right i think that was that was true repentance man yeah and dude why do we not want to look inside because the truth of the matter is what you think is there it's yeah. worse. Oh, it's yeah. worse. Oh, yeah. It's oh, worse. Yeah. It's actually oh, yeah. like your fears of what's stopping you from evaluating yourself is most likely your fear of how gross you are. And I have yeah. news. You're worse <laughs> than you yeah. think. Bro. But yeah. like, but, yeah. but there's a huge but, but in that. But oh, he yeah. is way, way, right. way better than you will yeah. ever imagine. It's and you fun. will never, ever be able to understand that unless you're able to yeah. face yourself. And exactly. the thing with that story too, man. Oh, man, I'm so juiced on this. I love Jesus. Whew. It's just so good. So the crazy thing about that story is that that thief gets to go in paradise and the one beside him doesn't. Mm -hmm. And yet Jesus still died on the cross for the man beside him who said no. Yeah. What kind of love is that? That is crazy. That is like unheard of. How can you love someone who spits in your face and says no? Yeah. And then as a Christian, I'm going to go in and try to share the gospel, quote unquote, to other people and expect them yeah. to say yes. Right. That's way out of my pay grade. Yeah. Way out yeah. of my pay grade. Like that yeah. is not up to me, you know? And I think like, and even people who, who maybe are like put on a pedestal in our culture for evangelizing, who've like led so many, like some of these guys are doing better than Jesus. Can I say that? Like some of these guys are doing better than Jesus. That's, that's real. Like to think yeah. about that because what is success? It's not yeah. that it can't be that. And it's, it's like, I know maybe that, like, I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense what I'm saying, but it's, I hear you. 
it's hard because for me, I have such a heart and you have such a heart. And of course, anyone listening to this that follows Jesus has such a heart for other men and women and children to know who they are in Christ. hundred percent. That's why we're here. But at the same time, it's not, it's not our, I don't even know how to say that. It's not, do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Help me, help me out. Help me out. (laughs) Like, like it's, it's not, it's not our place. Yeah. Whether they say yes or no. Right. It's not our right. place. That, 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 that's not the, I always say it like this. I always say it like this, that, that, that irrespective of what you share with someone and the impacts or, or, the, or the benefits or the changes that, that come out of that, God is always dealing with you and moving through you from mm-hmm. a relational aspect. So, so it, so it's always for, it's always for you first. And, and that really goes back to the love, how, how much God loves us. It's like, God, God is like, I, I picture him, I picture him walking down at the, the image I'm getting right now is like a father and son walking down the street. And he's like saying, go do this right now. And this will happen. Mm-hmm. And it's like, anything you're going to do, things are happening. It's like, it's like, it's like a, um, in, in John, whatever you ask in my name. Mm-hmm. So it's like the father is saying, go do this. And the son does it and it happens. And every time it happens, he's get, he gets more excited. He gets more confident and all of this stuff. He could even get more clout, more attention. But yeah. every time he runs back to the father, the father isn't moved by, by the, the effects of what's happening. Yeah. He's, he's watching the son. He never takes his eyes off the son. And, and, mm-hmm. and he's watching him like, I care about you. I, I, I care about you. I don't, I don't care about what's happening around you. Mm-hmm. I care about you. So yeah. it's like he, he's, always, he's always dealing with you and, and, and cares about you. He doesn't want to lose you. Mm-hmm. He, would be, he would be heartbroken for, oh, go do this. The sun goes out and never returns. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I, I, don't, I don't need you anymore. I can, I can do this on my own now. Yeah. Break his heart. No, you know what I real. mean? So, so, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, he's not impressed. Yeah. Even if your numbers are good, he ain't impressed. Yeah, not, that's not what it is. <laughs> it's not about that. It's relationship. Dude, which is so freeing. Everything freeing. changes from that. Exactly. Everything exactly. changes from that. Cause exactly. it doesn't matter how many, like your life is defined by something so much deeper, so much yeah. greater. Yeah. And, and when we live in that and we have that revelation and then because of his grace and his mm-hmm. mercy, he's not going to force that. Rev- like we can all have revelations of this, but we still mm-hmm. today, when I woke up and you woke up, we had a choice yeah. going into this conversation, what, what we were going to believe in, what we were going to live in, what mm-hmm. we were going to live through. Right. <clears throat> and that's, that's, what's crazy to me about this grace and patience of Jesus is like, mm. he, he still lets us have a choice. Even the ones who've said yes, he's let yeah. us have a choice to say no. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's bonkers to me. Yeah. Um, and actually, to be honest, at points in my life, that's a point of frustration that I have with Jesus where mm-hmm. I'm like, Jesus, just take my free will away. I want you. I don't trust me and I need yeah. you. So like, stop giving me free will. I don't want my free will. I want your, like, that's it. And it's yeah. just like, okay, like, you know, they, it's hard sometimes to actually have yeah. that free will in yeah. a weird way. Absolutely, man. It's, uh, 
Yeah, it's, yeah I hear you. I, I hear you. Crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Wow. I got nothing, yeah. not, nothing else to add to that. Yeah, me neither, man. Yeah. You know, that was good. Like, yeah. Yeah, I think something I like to do when I'm like, so Karen and I, we do a house church in our house right now, COVID safe or whatever, but uh, we kind of just give the floor to Christ to lead it. And we pray and we worship and whatever. We take communion and all that jazz. And in it, almost every week that we've met, there's like a theme that comes up that the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. kind of highlights. And we never go in with agenda, but we go in with our eyes open and looking for that. That's and, it. you know, Ezra, you and I, we went into this conversation not having a plan of what to talk about. But when I think about even in this moment, what we have talked about, mm-hmm. there seems to be this theme of, of identity, of honesty, of exposure in the good and the bad of what exposure can bring. Mm. Also this understanding that who we are in Christ is so much deeper and so much more enriched than what we can imagine. Mm. There's this idea of like, we are not who, like we are not what we've done or what we haven't done. But there's also this aspect that there is a trail that is made for you in this hour. Cause this yeah. hour is wild and it's an good. hour of exposure That's and there good. is actually an opportunity. And I think an invitation for us, if we don't already know that trail to seek Jesus out on that trail. And if yeah. we're walking on that trail to know like we need to do this in family, it doesn't mm. have to look traditional. It doesn't have to, whatever maybe it will for you, but we have to do this in family. <laughs> we're meant to be, we're sons and daughters, but we're in a family right? Yeah. That immediately makes us have to do life with siblings. And yeah. so we have to find siblings to actually do life with. Yeah. Come and, on. And I think that, um, yeah, I just think there's, there's an invitation for us to say yes again today for us to, to walk in that path, to know who we are and to have that intimacy with the father that actually yeah. ironically comes from facing our fears, from yeah. facing our doubts, from looking inward to the brokenness of ourselves in its yeah. fullest grandeur and then being mesmerized by the grace and the mercy of our father. Yeah. So good. Like just That's crazy. Unreal. God is so good. That's crazy. I, I, I truly believe that um, for any unbelievers listening and, and who will listen, you know, even people who are, you know, have been teetering, um, unsure, confused. I, I think what will be grasped from today is is that's what sonship is Mm. from from everything we've we've spoken about individually collectively the 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 chemistry the spirit clearly flowing i think people will see that's 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 what sonship is Mm. that that's Mm. it Mm. that's what i'm missing Mm. yeah yeah. yeah. Relate relationship first and foremost with the father yeah. through Jesus that will then draw covenant relationships. Mm-hmm. Cause, cause That's think good. about it. We, we were, we were drawn together, bro. Yeah, God, 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 God stirred you and, and, and drew you drew me. And there's just a, there's just an identification of, he he's also home. He's also in the same house I, I live in. It's crazy, bro. Yeah. And dude, it's and crazy. Yeah. To give context, like this is actually, I think maybe the third conversation we've ever had together. Uh, yeah. Maybe yeah. the fourth. Yeah. Um, and I, and but, I feel like I've known you since childhood. Yeah. And crazy. the thing that's amazing is, and this is where I think this is where the Holy spirit unites mm-hmm. because you are so different than me. Anyone who knows yeah. me, 
I am not okay. a sports person. I am not okay. into like any of those things. And you're like, you're a football player. You're like super motivated. Like you're, you're so different. And I Worlds just mean apart. that to say that Crazy. like, yeah. even though we connect like brothers, cause we are brothers in him, yeah. it's not about personality. It's yeah. not about chemistry. Yeah. It's about a revelation of him. Yes. When you have that revelation, yes. it, it, it immediately forms unity. Powerful. And honestly, bro, even in the crazy times we're, we're living in now, even, even talking about Black Lives Matter, bro, we're not even the same race. Yeah. Like, let, honestly, let's just, let's just throw that in there. Yeah, totally. J- j- just, just to show how, how much of the, 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 the lies in the, in the, of, of the culture is trying to mess things up. All of mm-hmm. that stuff that is being erected in this hour is all a lie. It means nothing. Mm. It means nothing. Mm. It's, it, 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 it truly is relationship, kingdom, sonship, identity. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. That, that, brings us, that brings us together, man. So. Yeah, no, dude. Why? Thank you. Thank you so much for spending Thanks. this time, bro. Thank <laughs> you. Well, thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope that there is something stirred in you through the conversation that Ezra and I were able to have today on this episode. Please show some love to him on Instagram and Facebook. It's Total Man Development. And that's on Instagram as well as Facebook. Next week, we'll continue our journey through the letter that Paul wrote to the church in Colossae. I hope you'll consider joining me as we continue to ask this question What does it look like to live in our identity in Christ? and to actively participate in the Father's kingdom that's in our midst. Have an awesome day.